from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. There is a strange but significant coincidence in the calendar that occurs every June and July. At the end of June, on June 29th today, we celebrate the dual feasts of Saints Peter and Paul. And at the beginning of July, on July 4th, we celebrate American Independence Day. Arguably, the two greatest leading lights of that first generation of Americans were George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. And just like Washington and Jefferson were the principal founding fathers of our country, so too Peter and Paul are the founding apostles of the church. I would like to draw out just a few parallels between these two pairs of exceptional leaders that might help us to love our church and our country a little more here in the middle of the summer. The first point to mention in this parallel is that in each pair of men, one man was a fighter and the other man was a thinker. We all know how George Washington was the fearless general who led American forces to victory against the British crown. Washington loved this nation so much he was willing to lay down his life for her. Henry Lee wrote in Washington's funeral eulogy, first in war, first in peace, first in the hearts of all Americans. Similarly, St. Peter's personality was pugilistic, Two, he told Jesus in no uncertain terms he was ready to die for him. And Peter was the one in the Garden of Gethsemane who pulled out the sword to defend our Lord. 
Both Washington and Peter were men of action, ready to fight and even die for the ones they loved. It should surprise no one, therefore, that one man would be elected as our country's first president and the other man would be chosen to be our church's first pope. The other two men in these pairs of leaders were the intellectual giants who fought with their words and the pen and paper. St. Paul and Thomas Jefferson both believed, in a sense, that the pen is mightier than the sword. Jefferson was the primary author of the masterfully written Declaration of Independence. He helped to formulate the Constitution, a model for all democracies. He was the one who established the University of Virginia. St. Paul wrote 13 of the 27 books of the New Testament. Almost 30% of everything we know about early Christianity comes from the pen of St. Paul. That is, Paul and Jefferson were articulating with words and concepts what Peter and Washington were putting in place by their bravery and sacrifices. Another fascinating parallel between these two pairs of leaders is how they both, both pairs came in contact with the Holy Bible. In one way or another, Washington began the laudable custom of the president placing his left hand on the Bible while making his oath of office. A more dubious accomplishment was Jefferson's own version of the Bible in an effort to cut out all the embellishments, what he thought was inaccurate and superfluous. Jefferson, with a razor and with glue, cut out the parts of the New Testament he thought was authentic and historically true and put all that together. That cut-and-paste version is commonly called the Jefferson Bible. We don't use that Bible, by the way, in our Bible studies here at the church. Of course, as I said, Paul authored 13 of the New Testament letters, or 14 if you include the letter to the Hebrews. Peter, for his part, added two brilliant letters in the New Testament, 1st and 2nd Peter. Together, Peter and Paul were the human authors of 15 or perhaps 16 of the New Testament books, which constitutes over half of the New Testament. Each in his own way, all four men shared their reverence and deep regard for the sacred scriptures as the inspired word of God. Whatever you may think about the Bible, it is not a book you can ignore. It is the foundational text for our country and for our church. But like with all analogies, this parallel between these two pairs of founding fathers also limps and is not perfect. How so? What Jesus says to Peter in the gospel today, you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. 
That is, the future of the church into eternity is guaranteed by Christ himself. However, Jesus did not make the same promise to the United States of America or to any other nation, no matter how Christian they may claim to be. This weekend, in the middle of the summer, between June and July, let us pray for fervently for our church and our nation. How blessed we are to have had such brilliant and dedicated founding fathers. May we not betray them or what they built. Praise to be Jesus Christ.